Hello. This is the very first episode of Game and Makeup. The very first episode the of Game episode. and Makeup. That's awesome. What is that? I don't even know what that is. This, and I'm on the show. <laughs> this is a podcast. Uh, this is a podcast. First and foremost, this is a podcast. Uh, so the way that this little show is going to work, mm-hmm. we've been thinking about it for a long time starting this. It's Absolutely. It's been, been a couple months. Definitely. Almost, um, almost a year. Have we? I think so. I think we've met. We t- I mean. We met more than a year ago. That's true. So the way this little ditty works is, well, if you can't tell from the spark <laughs> between us. The rapid, the, the, the intense chemistry. It, it was super spewing mega. forth from into your ears and onto your video screens. Yeah, we've, we've been dating. You asked me to date you and you asked me on a date since 2017 and here we are. Yep. October of 27, November, November of 2017. November 2017. It was after the Overwatch Halloween event. That's a good way to remember. That's how I always remember. Yeah. You bought a skin and then you sold your heart. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Exactly, exactly. Well, we've been dating for a while and we realized that we have very different game tastes. Mm-hmm. Despite us both being wholly invested in video games as a genre. Absolutely. Which is why we're dating a big reason. Absolutely. Video I would say so. Video games are an important part of who we are and what we do on a daily basis and a couple activities, I would say. A couple, a few other things. Yep. Yeah, mostly, mm-hmm. mostly video games. Yeah, so we, I don't think we've ever gotten into a fight, but the closest we've gotten into a fight is talking about either a game I really love. I feel like most of the t- time it's a game I really love that you Yeah, because you like dumb games. <laughs> or a game you like that are also <laughs> stupid. <laughs> sure. So we thought about how this might be actually a fun way to host a new podcast, mm-hmm. where the way that the format's going to go is I'm going to bring, or Michael, is going to bring a game that we're really passionate about. I'm Michael, about. by the way. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I'm Haley. Wow, we should probably should have said that sooner. Yeah. I'm going to bring a game that Michael might not, he might like it, but you might, I know sure. for a fact this first one you don't like it. Absolutely. This game sucks. Anyways, uh, well, save it for the podcast. Save it for the We're podcast. On the podcast right <laughs> now. Save it for later in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then other days, Michael is going to get me to play a game that mm-hmm. I might not necessarily like. Sure. And then uh, we're just going to talk about it and figure out. Maybe why we have those different tastes, but yet we still like each other a little bit. Maybe that might be the theme. Yeah, we're just going to be a nice debate, questionnaire sort of format. We got some listener questions. Absolutely. Lots of listener questions already for our first episode, yeah, which I is know. very exciting. Which made us hyped today, I think. Absolutely. A lot of questions rolled in, and then we're like, we were thinking about recording tomorrow, and we're mm-hmm. like, no, nah, let's mm-hmm. do it tonight. Let's do it tonight. So we're excited. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Record do it live. It. Now we're explicit. Now, exactly. we have to, now we have to put an E on the episode. It's okay. We're, we're three minutes in. We won't get flagged by YouTube. True, actually. <laughs> right. Whoa, I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Good call. Yep. So in case you haven't read the title of this podcast episode, the very first episode, we're going to be talking about The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. A game very, very close. To don't. I know you're going to lean in and say this game sucks. No, I'm not. <laughs> you just were about to. No, it wasn't. This game is very, very close to my heart. I I absolutely love this game. Mm-hmm. I I think I've, I've played this game about six or seven times all the way through. Sure. Uh, how many times have you played this game? I played this game, well, twice, technically. But, I mean, yeah, twice. I originally, I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later, I guess. But originally played it back in 2006. On the Nintendo Wii, and I recently replayed it. Uh, I, I, to be honest, not all of it. We'll get into why not all of it soon. But I just recently replayed the Wii U HD version in the last couple weeks, so it's very fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. I have I haven't played it in a few years, but I I I, re, I researched and revamped my memory on a lot of what happens in this game. Certainly. Uh, strangely, though, the only place I've ever played this is the Wii. 
You never played the Wii U version. I never played. You okay. know, you know that because yes. when I lent it to you, it was still wrapped in cellophane. Right. Absolutely. And you said, "Why haven't you played this?" Yeah. I mean, I know why you haven't. Why? It's bad. <laughs> Nailed it. No, because Nailed I don't it. like how the world is inverted. Anyways. Well, before we get into all that, Haley, why don't you tell me about The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess? Contextualize it for me. For, and for our listeners who might not be aware of one of the biggest franchises Stop. in the world. Oh, I really thought you were going to take that to a negative <laughs> no, place. No, not That's negative fine. at all. Well, I'm proud. Thanks. Well, yeah. Okay, so Twilight Princess, in case you're not aware and you just want to learn about it super old game mm-hmm. it's the 13th zelda game wow really yeah did you not know that i mean i guess i always forget the handheld ones they don't know i love all those games i mean too. yeah but go yeah so it was originally planned to be an exclusive release on the gamecube in mm-hmm. 2005 mm-hmm. and they marketed it as such yep and then uh that was right when the wii was getting released so they said give us another half give us almost a year mm-hmm. this is going to come out on, on both so it came out november 20, 2016 came out november 2006 Yep. And it was the best-selling Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Skyward Sword sold less than this. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. But when you think about it, it's a launch title. Sure. You're going to pick up your Wii. You're grabbing. And... You're getting Wii Sports for free, and then you gotta grab something. You're gonna grab a Zelda. Absolutely. That's why Breath of the Wild beat it because it was a Switch launch. Ah. Uh, fair I, enough. Like that's why I bought that game because it was two in the morning and I wanted to play something. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it sold since 2015. I read online it wrote it sold 8.5 million copies. Is that just on the the Wii and are those? Because I know Nintendo's weird. I think that's just Wii. Just Wii. I right. Think. Cause it came on the GameCube. It was a simultaneous launch, correct? On the GameCube yes. and the Wii. I think the GameCube might have come out a little after. To be a honest. A little after. I think. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. Sure. I don't. I don't have that in my notes. Sure. Sure. Uh, anyways, it takes place in the. We gotta contextualize the timeline. Okay. I know you. You're getting to the Zelda timeline I'm right now. I'm getting to the Zelda timeline. Oh, I know you don't care for it, and you think it's a bunch of hoopla. Ten people just click. It's I know. Close we just lost like, a oh, lot I don't of people. Talk about that. But go ahead. All right, I'll talk. It's the child, the child timeline. Which child timeline? There's two of them, correct? No, there's only one. There's All the right. fallen hero, and there's the child, and there's the adult timeline. Okay. Don't test me on it. I'm not. Go ahead. Uh, so in this timeline. Um, this includes uh, a lot of the stuff that happened after Ocarina of Time, and then it splits off, and it includes Majora's Mask, yeah. Twilight Princess, right. and I think Four Swords Something Adventure, one I, ne- I never played that one. No. I don't you know. Didn't have, you didn't have three Game Boy Advances and three GameCubes and three friends. Three? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, that's why I, didn't, I never had any of that. I'm going to think of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, but something along, something lo- along those lines. Sure. Sure. So this follows Link back into the time at the end of Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Um and uh so majora's mask we see link leave to find navi and then it's kind of insinuated that he just dies mm-hmm. like he's just gone forever no mm-hmm. one ever se- i think it says it in the game and he was never seen again or something in majora's mask i think right? never no well he was never seen again okay and then uh so then there's a few events that happen between majora's mask and twilight princess sure the lore yeah as as you will yeah absolutely and uh so that's when ganon was going to be put to death for his crimes but he escaped Mm -hmm. he killed one of the seven sages while he escaped right and then that kind of catapulted uh he got sent he actually didn't escape he got sent into the twilight realm yeah and that's that's actually that is a spoiler (laughs) you can't this i mean (laughs) 
All right, spoiler warning for a game that came out 14 years ago. Yeah, I think we're safe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that began... Link that... fights Ganon, it'll freak out. What? <laughs> Go ahead. No way. Well, to be fair, Ganon wasn't in Majora's Mask, as you reminded me earlier. Yes, that's true. So it's a little... I don't so know. Majora's Mask is the best game of all time? Oh, my God. You but... fight a mask. You we'll get fight a literal that. child. All right, so is that all you have? For... Is that all? Con- <laughs> no, I mean, that was a lot of contextualizing. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. So that's kind of where that game leads up. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then... I don't know about you, but when I played this game in 2006, mm-hmm. I I was so smitten by this. Sure. And I really I really didn't start playing games until 2010, like to the point mm-hmm. where I would say that I was like a trademarked gamer TM. Hashtag gamers. Hashtag gamer. Gamers rise up. I kind of just played. If I was at my friend's house and they had a they had their Wii booted up, we just played something and then I went home. Sure. That's kind of how I played video games. So yep. we played this. And a lot of my friends that I made playing this, mm-hmm. I still have today right um which you know and you mm-hmm. you love them dearly and you know them sure um but you tell me a bit about when you played this for the first time did you like it the first time you played it well let me let me contextualize my experience with twilight princess sure. for you and for all our listeners out there who don't know a lot about me you're, people are familiar with you maybe through other you know on the internet you're more podcast you're on podcasts so on pe- game query you're on game query so people like check out game underscore query absolutely but to give the context of where I'm coming from from this game, I, much like everybody else, saw the very infamous, I believe it's E3 2005, the Twilight Princess trailer. Absolutely. It's a, it's a historic moment, obviously coming off The Wind Waker, which was a very cartoony art style, mm-hmm. which a lot of people reacted very negatively to. And I think the opinion on that game and its art style softened quite a bit in the last 15 years yeah. since it came out. And people really like Wind Waker, but at the time they didn't. They didn't like people pre- were pissed. Oh, at people the time. were pissed. I was pissed because were you pissed? I mean, I was like ten, so sure. I was like, it's not, it's too cartoony. I want work right at a time. I want to look cool. Yeah. Uh, now I play them. I love Wind Waker. I think yeah. it's a one, and it looks beautiful even today. Yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk about Wind Waker. We're here to talk about the reaction to Wind Waker, which was Twilight Princess. That was Nintendo saying, "Geez, people didn't like Wind Waker." Got him. Oh, jeez. They made this amazing trailer. Shigeru Miyamoto busts through the wind with the sword. sword. He busts through the wall. Yeah, it's incredible. There's music. He's riding the horse. He has a he has a sword up in the air. It's this incredible. No, like the link in the in the trailer. I'm just goofing. Take this seriously, please. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Uh, But as you know, it was everyone was so hyped for Twilight Princess, and as was I. I went. The Wii was the first video game console I ever bought with my own money. Really? It was. Not mine. <laughs> my mom and dad bought that for me. So I bought a Wii. I had a job. I was like 14, but I had my first job. And I bought a Wii. I got my Wii Sports. And I got The Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess on Wii. Went home and played it. I was so excited. I played that game every day for three, four months. Because I didn't have really good internet. So I couldn't look up strategy guys or anything. I did it all by myself. I did yeah. that whole game by myself. Didn't collect everything. But I played through it. You know, put lots of time into that game. Yeah. And it was great, right? Well... No. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, good. It's uh, good. Quiet. <laughs> so upon playing it, and we're finishing the game and thinking to myself, that was okay. And and someone and to somebody, I love the Zelda series. I love it so so much. Majora's Mask is my favorite game of all time, as you know. Yeah. And I love Warcraft Time, and I love Wind Waker, and I even I don't love Skyward Sword, but I prefer Skyward Sword. 
over Twilight Princess. And because when I played Twilight Princess, it wasn't until a couple years later when I thought about that game. I was like, man, Twilight Princess, I should replay it. And I tried to replay this game like yeah. three years after on the Wii. Cause I still had my Wii. Mm-hmm. And I got like, maybe like four hours in and I dropped it. I'm like, this game is boring. This game is ugly. This game is just generic and not fun. And I hated it. Wow. And upon replaying it the last couple weeks for this podcast, my opinion remains much the same. This game is boring. <laughs> this game is ugly. And this game... This game is not ugly. This game is ugly. I don't think... I don't and when I say ugly, obviously, it's not ugly as in, like, you know, like, ugly games. Like, like an like, ugly person. <laughs> no. Because, like, some games look terrible. They look terrible just because they're they're optimized for it. So probably the princess looks fine. It's the art style that makes. Oh, I love the art style. I mean, maybe I mean throw throw the kids up here. All the, the I love the kids. The ugly kids, because like Link looks great. Link looks great. Zelda looks. Great. Zelda looks hot. Ganondorf looks great. Midna looks good. Midna looks good. All the yeah. main characters look really good. We'll get more into Midna and Ganondorf as we go on yeah. here. But every side character in this game looks like a goddamn mutant I that was like thrown <laughs> into a vat of acid and then brought out and they're like oh yeah that's fine he's cool these feel like drafts that people are like they're like oh what do you think of this draft like no no print that that's good what do you think about the insinuation that they live in a town with like five people and they're all just inbred to shit well sure i mean that's an idea <laughs> to explain why everyone's I don't really so think ugly nintendo went that way no but this game uh, is it looks you don't like muddy. malo's design which one's malo little baby no he's horrifying he's so funny <laughs> I mean, I guess I funny love him so much. is a way to put it. Stab it. <laughs> but this game, it's ugly. It's an ugly game to me. And, upon, and maybe it's because I was playing it, the HD version on the Wii U. <laughs> it should which be Which should have made it look better. Yeah. But I think it only accentuated the fact that the art style is so muddy and so bleak and dark. And I get they're going for this is this is like this is this this isn't your mama Zelda game. This is an adult Zelda yeah. game. It's like you grew up, so so did Zelda. Your mama Zelda game. It's like remember maker. Ocarina of Time? Everyone's like, yeah, I remember Ocarina of Time. It's like let's do that, but way uglier and way darker. <laughs> I'm sure the meeting said, let's make this uglier. They said, they said Mr. Miyamoto said, Mr. Anuma, you guys, we got this idea. We're going to do, Ocarina, do Ocarina of Time, but make it ugly and dark. See, I disagree so wholeheartedly so with that. Please tell me all about First why you disagree. First of all, fuck you, and how dare you. <laughs> That's a bit extreme. You say that to me every time I say I like this game. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, the designs have never been better in a Zelda. Really? I I would agree. Okay, well, that sounds like... Uh, for the main heavy hitters, they lo- they're the best they've ever looked. Sure. I would say that. And then okay. I would also agree that the townspeople look like like crap a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that, mutants is the term I use. That, that's a good word. Because yeah. the first guy you talk to, like his forehead is like the size of a state. And then, Absolutely. Like, the guy who, you know the guy when you go into the town and he's, he teaches you how to use the hawk and mm-hmm. he's looking down at you. Yeah. This is the ugliest dude I've ever seen in my Absolutely. whole life. Absolutely. No, it's terrible. He has like, I can't even remember what his face, I'll put it up behind. Mm-hmm. But this man's face is the ugliest face I've ever seen. Yeah. In my, in my, the audio listeners, unfortunately, can't see this man's face. Just Google ugly Twilight Princess character. I bet he comes up first. Actually, it'd be really hard because they're all so That's ugly. That's so rude. Anyways. <laughs> Go on. The So, like, does this... Does your disdain for the for the appearance... Also, you seem to be mostly talking about the characters. What about the mm-hmm. world? 
Well, the world, like, you mean, like, the level design or, like, how it looks? The, like the how world the world itself? looks. You think the world looks ugly? Because I would say that the world looks really good. Sure. It's very big. Yeah. And empty. No, well, that's a whole nother and... thing. Here you go. Here's his first of many. I well, knew you were going to mention Hyrule Field. You're going to say Hyrule Field, aren't you? Well, of you? course I'm going to say Hyrule Field, because I'm not the only person on the internet who, who has complained about Twilight Princess's large, empty, open world with nothing to do. Here's the difference between Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild's open world. Okay. You're Breath comparing of... a game that came out 14 years after, but go off. But I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> I will go off. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Breath of the Wild's open world sure. is largely empty also. Mm-hmm. When you think about mm-hmm. the things that that you see in those worlds are either a random NPC that'll have a little mini mission. Sure. Like a horse a horse area to stop. And then like there's a few towns, mm-hmm. the main areas where you go to fight the divine beasts. Yep. And then like kind of just pretty things to look at. Sure. And everything else is empty. Mm-hmm. Hyrule Fields, that, but just 2006 when they couldn't afford to have as big a space. Okay. As much stuff as there is to do in Twilight Princess's Hyrule Field, if mm. you multiply it to Breath of the Wild size, I would think the numbers would stay relatively the same. Okay. My counterpoint. You don't but... like Breath of the Wild? No. Well, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that is a whole other I podcast. do, for the record, like Breath of the Wild, everyone out in the world. I have some problems with it. He doesn't uh, like Breath of the Wild. I do like Breath of the Wild. You're lying because you know why I love. Do you know why I like Breath of the Wild's open why? world? Why? Because the game is designed around it. You the know. game is designed around the open world. Yeah. Twilight Princess says, "Oh, you know that cool spinning top you got in the desert? A fantastic dungeon? item. Yeah. Very the cool spinner? item. It's very cool. No. Yeah. Can I finish my point? I'm agreeing. <laughs> so. You get this cool spinner item. Like, oh wow! I can't wait to see what I can do with this cool spinner item. Yeah. Spoiler alert for all our listeners: nothing. <laughs> you can do several things. You with cannot. The you can ride it. I, you know why I know this? Because I <laughs> looked it up. There are two spinner tracks in Hyrule Field and Twilight Princess. Are there really only two? There are only two. Oh, I thought there were And you more. have to use it three more times. Once in the final dungeon of the game. Mm-hmm. Which think... is a fantastic boss fight. No, like the dungeon itself. Like oh, the that dungeon. room. I think I yeah. know the room you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. But, so, Twilight Prince, and this is a this is a, obviously a problem with not just Twilight Princess, but Zelda as a whole, I think, in many of its worlds. Orc Reign of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, all of it included. Something that only I really feel the 2D Zeldas have accomplished so well is the feeling of having the world feel ex- uh, explorable. And lived in, yeah, lived in's a great term, I think. Okay. So, for, to give an example, I recently played last year The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, the Switch remake. Yes. The uh, little son's over there. Yeah, he's actually. over there. He can see him. They can't see him, but he's yeah. over there. Little great little game. Amiibo. And I was so struck by when I was playing it that I would, and I hadn't played, I played the original Link's Awakening many, many years ago mm-hmm. on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And I was so struck while playing it how excited I was to get a new item because as soon as I got like the feather that makes you jump. Or the gloves let you lift really big rocks. I was like, I immediately thought of, I've walked by so many things in the world that I can't wait to go try these items on. Yeah. Whereas in Twilight Princess and other 3D Zeldas to an extent, like Twilight Princess is the only one that does this. There's very few times where I felt that excitement where I got, you know, the ball and chains, a great example. Great, very cool item. Yeah. It's used very well. 
in its dungeon. See, I would argue the ball and chain is like the most cumbersome and worst item. Yeah, of course. It's not fun to use, but like there you... could there could be many exciting ways to use it in the world if the world was better designed around the items you got. Twilight Princess, like many other Zelda games, suffers from having you get an item. You know, oh, I got the bow and arrow, right? I'm probably gonna have to fight a boss with a giant glowing eye that I have to shoot the bow in. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm going to use the bow maybe a couple more times throughout the world to shoot other eye switches. But realistically, I'm not going to use the bow that much. You, use the, you can use the bow, I don't Okay, maybe the bow's That's not a great example. Maybe the bow's not a great example. Maybe the ball and chain's a better example, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, use the ball and chain in Snowhead Temple, Snow Peak Temple. Oh, amazing temple. Great temple. And we'll get into the dungeons. Because we'll the, there are some good things to say about this game. Mm-hmm. Not many, but there are some. And <laughs> you get the ball. I was waiting for the reaction to that, and it was great. You get the ball and chain, and you use it in the dungeon, and it feels really great to use it. And then I'm out in the world, and I couldn't think of a single time I wanted to use the ball and chain. Because nothing Yeah, happens. I agree. The ball and chain's not good. Right. That game's still great, good. Great, so point for me. Point for me. <laughs> is there a time? Is there a scoreboard behind <laughs> Yeah, there's a scoreboard being kept I don't think that's true. But... I guess to to let me ask you something and then maybe you can bounce bounce it back to me. Okay. Because I'll like tell a you about a problem like a ball I have and with chain. The, yeah, exactly. The old ball and hey, chain. Uh, perhaps more like the kale boomerang. Am I right? Exactly. So. <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners couldn't see the lasso. <laughs> no, definitely. Sorry. So I guess my question for you, as someone who love quote unquote loves this, you don't game, have to quote unquote. I love it. Quote unquote loves you can this t- game. It's not hearsay. <laughs> you know. I can't think, like, I stopped, I got to, I beat the ice dungeon, which is the mansion. Yeah. And I said, I'm done on this, on this most recent replay through because I was so, I, I, I didn't feel driven to play the game. So, like, tell me something that, like, draw, like that makes you like this game so much. So I honestly, generally, I don't see it. Do you want me to give you my little spiel about how I just Please, think this game me, is Please, give me your little spiel. Fucking amazing. Absolutely. Because, well, think about, okay, well, you were talking a little bit about Wind Waker, how that came out. Sure. People were like, this is for big, ba- big fat babies. We yep. don't like this, Nintendo. And then they showed that little trailer that had, like, a dark nut in it, I think. Yep. And everyone was like, fuck, injected it in my veins, whatever. Sure. And then after Twilight Princess, they largely kind of tended towards more adult themes in their games. Would you agree? If you might, if you subtract the DS games, which are kind of like little no, don't, dinky. Don't don't be don't be hating on Spirit Tracks right now. That game's great, but go uh, on. Nah, I haven't played. Sp- <laughs> I can't believe you're on this podcast hating Twilight Princess with defending Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks is awesome. But anyway, yes, I I would agree with you. The game's veered into more an adult direction. So certainly, what I think, and I'm gonna flex my English degree a little bit here. Sure. This game. In its themes and in its in its very existence is, is a transitory mm-hmm. media, piece of media. Ooh, okay. Right? Elaborate. Well, okay, so Twilight is the is the time between day and night. It's a it's yes, the a, game tells you that at the beginning. It's the very first things the that first the thing fu- the one of the you. fucking yeah. ugly ass f- fuckers say. Okay. They yep. go, You ever think about Twilight? Is it halfway here? Halfway? Uh-huh. And whatever, right? Sure. So it's it's about having your foot in two different worlds, and, okay. And that's largely the theme of the game is existing, mm-hmm. coexisting between two different places. Okay. One of those is light, light, lark, light, light, <laughs> and one of those is dark. And mm-hmm. the reason that Link can coexist with that is because of his triforce of courage or whatever they have their lore reasons. Sure. But you get to you you get to exist in these two worlds. Mm-hmm. Min is kind of the encapsulation of the dark world mm-hmm. but it's kind of you know mm-hmm. in a positive way and link is the light world in a positive way yep and the same way that Zel- that nintendo 
as a company was trending away from light and light and going into dark, much like Link in the game is doing so. <laughs> I mean, how's your back with that reach? Oh, it's not a reach. <laughs> you might think. I really think. Okay, so here's my biggest issue with Nintendo games, and you know that I love Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. That game was gonna be a ten out of ten for me until I got to the last few minutes, and then I said it's a nine now. Those last three minutes mm-hmm. of Breath of the Wild ruined ruined a lot for me. I don't even remember how Breath of the Wild ends, to be honest with you. Exactly. <laughs> because the ending of that game and something, the story... Something, giant robot, something, something. <laughs> the ending Zelda. of... Zelda. They stand there like fucking robots. Uh-huh. Like, they've... Okay, spoilers for Breath of the Wild. Spoilers for Breath Skip of the Wild. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. So they defeat... They Surprise, surprise. They defeat Calamity Ganon. Mm-hmm. Link doesn't even have an animation to show joy mm-hmm. in that, like, last three seconds. He's mm-hmm. like this, and, like, Zelda's like, oh, my God, we've done it. We've done it, Link. And he just goes and, like, smiles. And that's the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I remember that ended, and I was just like, how dare they? How dare they have such a good game mm-hmm. and not put so much effort into like that game has such amazing physics and all of the world's great and it's fun to play sure, and there's sure. fun side stuff all this shit they couldn't they couldn't save a bit of money for the end to do a nice cut scene at the end have a little bit of like story uh-huh i mean cut to cut to twilight princess okay best writing nintendo's ever done <laughs> i'm not even you're fucking laughing i'm not even joking I d- you, okay, go ahead. You can do it. <laughs> well, I want to hear why you laugh so, so you're so happy to hear that. Like, I mean. Name a game that has better writing than Twilight Princess. Like, in general? No, but Nintendo. From Nintendo. <laughs> There's others with better that are Nintendo. I, I mean, even within Zelda, I think Wind Waker and Majora's Mask I have highly way dis- better writing oh, than I highly Twilight disagree. Princess. This Fucking game has. Kirby's Dream Land is better How writing than Twilight Princess. How dare you? Kirby's Dream Land? Yeah. Like, What's the plot of that? He's a pink fuck and he has fun. Yeah, I, I like King Dedede shows up and hits him once. This isn't this. Is, Kirby's not on trial here. You leave Kirby out of this. I will leave Kirby out of this because that boy's a saint. But I'm telling you, it's the best writing. I will I will fight you tooth and nail on this fact. It's okay. the best writing. And that's that's fine. You think that because it's you're inter- gaslighting me. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's interesting you think that. Why? Because. Honestly, what I one of the things I remembered most liking about Twilight Princess when I initially played it mm-hmm. in 2007 was how much I liked the characters and their yes. interactions. Yeah, and I was actually looking forward to replaying. I was like, I can't wait to like talk to Midna again. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. Turns out all that was a lie in my head because uh, it's not that good. <laughs> I had a big gulp of beer in my mouth. I tricked her. Yeah, it is. I a lie. tricked her. Because, you know, the story... Let, let me sum up the story for you here in Twilight Princess really oh, you're quick. Gonna, you're going to do and a just, bad and job. Just, I'm not going to do a bad job. I'm going to give an honest, here, honest description. Let, here's, where, here's where I'll know if you know the story or not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just... The audio spiked when I screamed because I'm I, already getting... You can see I'm already getting mm-hmm, upset. Mm-hmm. What are the interlopers? The interlopers? What are the interlopers in Twilight Princess? To show that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, to tell me that the story is not good. The interlopers were... Is that like the the resistance group that that works lives at Telma's bar? No. Oh, is it the people? Like <laughs> y- y- you have the spooky dark vision. No. No. What no. are the interlopers? The interlopers were the Twilight race. Yeah. 
before they were banished to the Twilight Realm. Okay. They were called the Interlopers. See now, and they wanted the power of magic, and they got banished. That's literally what I just said. The spooky shadow people. You what? The no, don't people. pretend that you no. got it right. <laughs> Can I do my story summary before yeah, you? Okay. But I, I just proved that you don't know what you're talking about. So, like, don't get me wrong. Legends, Zelda stories are pretty simple all around, right? You got Link. He's a little kid. He's cool. Sometimes he's big. Sometimes he's small. He's got a green, he's green. He's got a green suit on. He collects items. Has a grand old time. In this game, he's a farmhand. Lives in this village. Has a grand old time. Mm-hmm. Is admired by all the children. He, they love him. They love him. He's great. Yeah. All of a sudden, shit goes south after a pretty normal day. Bunch of goblins, or bacoblins, I mm. believe they're called, come Bacoblins. in, wreck everything, hit yeah. some kids. Link is, <laughs> some, they do be hitting some kids. Link chases after them, finds a big spooky wall, turns into a wolf. Yes. We probably should have mentioned the wolf by now. Oh, we really have. Wow, we're 28 <laughs> minutes in and we haven't mentioned we're, I feel like we're, we should <laughs> give a more grand overview of the game itself. Link turns into a wolf in this game. It's sort of this game's gimmick. Yes. Much as like sailing in Wind Waker or the masks. In Majora's Mask. Or yeah. motion controls as a whole in Skyward Sword. The gimmick of this game is that Link turns into a wolf. Yes. And he can smell. He can smell. And he can dig. He can also bark. He can bark. And he can talk to animals. He, yeah. I almost said dig again, but I just remembered you said that already. Now, you might think, wow, that probably seems like a pretty... Well, I'll get into that later. But he turns into a wolf. That that becomes important. He meet, <laughs> yeah, it does. He meets this little imp lady named Midna. Um, oh, I could talk for hours about well, I'll, I'll, I want to talk about Midna, too. I want to talk about Midna. I want to talk about Midna. Midna's one of the great things about this game. Absolutely. One of the few. How dare you? <laughs> uh... Meets Midna. Midna brings him to Zelda. She's like, "Hey, I can turn you back into a human. First, you gotta you gotta get rid of the twilight everywhere. Yada yada yada. Pretty pretty much. Then Zelda stuff happens. You you go to the dungeons. You get the heart pieces. You get the the MacGuffins. Few shadow. Few shadows. The MacGuffins. Yeah, they're MacGuffins. <laughs> what are it's those? few shadows. Then it's mirrors of twilight. Yeah. It's like it's spirit stones and emblems, or it's masks, and it's it's whatever. It's it's a nice. It's nothing. It's <laughs> things to collect gestures wildly <laughs> it's just it's whatever but then zelda things happen and and i would s- argue very few zelda things happen zelda- what do you mean very few zelda things happen zelda is barely in this game well not not zelda as a the, not zelda oh, as the person zelda you, as the series I'm, in, of I'm embarrassed <laughs> i understand what you mean now anyway i thought even she walked out no, and did she's something par- she's hardly in it she's hard i'm fine. sorry i don't care if zelda's not in the game what? Most Zelda games don't have her that prominently, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the point is, I think you're speaking to all these, again, back to your writing point, all these great writing moments. Like, yeah. all this stuff happens. There's themes in this game. There's never... What? Okay. There's never cohesive themes in in Nintendo games. That's so that incorrect are impact- that I can't believe you even <laughs> deemed to say it works. That are impactful to the point that you care. I would disagree with that, but you to don't each think? their own. What? What? Okay, what's the theme of Wind Waker Water? <laughs> <laughs> what's the theme of Twilight Princess? Twilight? Yeah! That's, oh my god, I guess that was your whole point, wasn't it? That was it? my whole point! Nintendo moving into the darkness, as you so eloquently put it. Oh, I can't believe you're dumbing me down like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That is the spark notes of what I said. Mm-hmm. But my whole point is that okay, for all the yeah. talk, all your talk of great writing and how excited I was to get back into this game, yeah. 
all the character moments of which there's so many that don't need to be there are all so boring all the characters are with the exception before you and all everyone and the internet freaks out with the exception of midna who i think is a great character and we'll get into the great characters Mm -hmm. everyone else in this game is so boring and so dull that i don't care about them and every time i was playing and we'll get into the pacing of this game i think next and it's important we should talk about it yeah uh is so so dull and I'm really genuinely shocked that you think the writing in this game is so good. It's fantastic. Because I can't, I can't remember barely anybody's name. I played this game last night. I'm going to tell you a few times that you're going to tell me that you didn't feel something. Sure. Go ahead. When Colin was kidnapped and they held him up on the flagpole. Which one is Colin? The blonde one. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> You love him. No, I don't. Oh, obviously. you love Colin. Is he the one who, who's who's not brave and gets brave? He gets brave. Gotcha. He wants to yep. be Link. Mushroom cut. Mushroom cut. Mushroom cut. Yeah, Early J. Beebs. I remember. You telling me when the King Bloblin, or Boblin, yep. I think his name is, mm-hmm. held him up on a on a stake. Sure. That you didn't say, I'm going to fucking kill you. Don't touch Colin. No, I didn't because I don't care about Colin. How do you not care about Colin? Because the game never gave me a reason to care about the Colin. The game gave you every... Okay, here's where I'm going to tangent into the, another insanely common complaint, which I will I will, I will, will let you... Uh, I will slightly agree that okay. the start of Twilight Princess is slow. Oh, we're getting to the intro, are we? Well, we probably okay. should have started with the intro. No, probably. We're figuring this out as we go along, folks. For those who aren't familiar with Twilight Princess, Twilight Princess is notorious for having the common complaint that the start of this game is is slow. Slow would be an understatement. Slow in that you spend, I would say, at least the first hour and a half, two hours doing very mundane Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, You kind of fish for a fish. You talk to some people. You get a baby carriage from a monkey. Mm -hmm. Um, You heard some goats. Yep. Goatin, 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 goatin. Goatin, goatin. Uh, and then a bunch of goat ends up there as you, as you go to go to go to go to talk about this. And yep. you very much just get situated in the world. Sure. It's, I think that that establishes the whole, po- oh, the whole point of, <laughs> listen, I'm hearing my voice get mm-hmm. frustrated. The whole mm-hmm. point is that you need some, you need something to care about. Mm hmm. So, of course, they need to take a beat and show you where you live and show mm-hmm. that you love it there. Yeah. And that you're happy and that you have people that care about you and you care about them. Of course. Do I think it went on a little too long? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But I think that's so necessary so that when literally giant bokoblins come in and smack your children in the head with a club, yeah. that you're like, oh, I'm so mad now. Mm-hmm. I, I need to fix this. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you started the, ma- the, the match, if you started the game... Mm-hmm. And it was Link standing there with his wooden sword in the spring, and then immediately the kids got kidnapped. You wouldn't get—I wouldn't give a fuck. Oh, you mean like the Legend of Zelda, on the original, where Link literally starts in a field and they say "Go"? Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's it's stakes. It's giving you stakes, and it's giving sure. you something to care about. Okay. And that's something that comes back mm-hmm. over and over again, mm-hmm. which is like. Mm-hmm. This is why you're doing things. Right. This is the agency that they give to you. Mm-hmm. And then, by extension, it's interesting that the agency shifts mm-hmm. 
when you kind of have your 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 friends are safe. It's around like dungeon three or four. You yep. Get, pretty much your friends are safe. You got the few sure. shadows. Everyone's safe. But the agency shifts to Zel to Midna's agency, mm-hmm. and that now she, now that you've established a relationship with Midna, she asks for your help, and right. then the agency shifts. Right. Now you have a new trajectory, and then this the latter part of the temples are about getting the mirror shards. Yes. So this is it's it makes you it made me want to play because I had something to do okay. like. Whereas, if I'm going to think about, I mean, Wind Waker did a little bit mm-hmm. with your your grandma and your sister gets kidnapped. I'm so glad you brought that point up, but yes, go on. You were going well, yes. to throw that in my face. No, no, not at all. <laughs> You're being very hostile. It's I, not I, what I... <laughs> oh, I love this game so much, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to fight tooth and nail. You love the game you love so much, you bought it and never played it on your Wii U. Because I like the Wii version. <laughs> Which I know is stupid. I know you can it's play stupid. the Wii version on the Wii U. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go on. It's not about where I play it. It's about the version I'm playing. Yeah, I know, but you can you can play because you're talking when you play it like I put in the Wii. I put in the I would put the Wii disc in on my Wii U. And play that. Over, okay. And play that over the Wii U. That's version. weird, but go on. Because I don't like the. Okay, so. Another thing maybe we should mention is that when this game got remastered to HD, mm-hmm. uh, it, the camera got inverted because Link is um, canonically left-handed. Left-handed. So when uh, it was on the GameCube, he was left-handed. Yep. But when they they ported it to the Wii, they had to actually invert the entire world. I believe this is yeah, vertically. Link. Yeah. Uh, to make it so that because most to on it to be honest they were mean to left-handed people and they made it so everyone most had, people use the Wii mote in their right hand even left-handed people I don't, I, I'm not a left-handed person because I'm not a <laughs> Why, freak just, my dad is left-handed yeah, I know call my dad a freak yeah he's a freak just kidding all left-handed people you're <laughs> fine just, don't, just play Wii regular I guess roll up <laughs> oh my god we're gonna lose so many left-handed <laughs> listeners I'll 12 of you <laughs> in the world <laughs> shop at flanders left-handed Emporium. you love the leftorium you always bring mm-hmm. that up okay what was i saying you're talking, uh, you're, sorry, yeah you're so talking i like i want to play the wii version on your wii u <laughs> i like i like it on the way i know it the sure. way where things are my, on my the only right point side to this screen. is that like literally hero mode on the wii u version is the wii version like everything's in oh so I'm just I didn't you know. know that. <laughs> no, is that available or is that New Game Plus? No, that's available from the beginning. Well, aren't I a fool? Eggs I on your face on this. Eggs on my face. Well, maybe I'll play it on the Wii U. Great. I mean, I mostly got it because I wanted this amiibo. That's a great amiibo, by the way. Which is fun in Breath of the Wild. You get mm-hmm. Wolf Link. Absolutely. Love this little what guy. What was I? We were talking about the beginning of. Yeah, so I want to go back to that point real quick in okay. the beginning of Twilight Princess because it has been talked about many times before. It this has. game has a very slow opening. Yes. So slow, in fact. I decided to time. No, you didn't. I did. I did. Uh, I don't have my notes on me right now, but I can give the general number. Sure. So, in Twilight Princess, just give me give me a rough estimate. What you think the time to enter the first dungeon? in that game is oh it's gonna be way longer than i think okay till you get till you walk into the so you walk the, into that spinny door you the, push the, the forest temple, and it spins. Which, is, which is the first dungeon or what it's not called the forest temple two it's hours called... <laughs> no how long yeah go keep guessing well now i don't know three hours 
But my time by playing someone, you know, who's a pretty average video game skill, Mm -hmm. five and a half hours to get to the first dungeon in Twilight Princess. No way. The first dungeon in Twilight Princess. But you're fighting things before the first dungeon. It's not about fighting things. Then what do you want? I want the (laughs) game to move forward. Now, tell me what you want. Now, let me ask you if you can tell me, in Orcarina of Time... Seminal classic. It's going to be like a minute or something. To get to the Great Deku Tree, the first dungeon or crane of time. Two minutes. Which involves getting your sword, your shield, enough rubies to buy the shield. Two minutes. Like, I I played it on the N64 that I have in my house. Just just for fun. That I bought you. Yes, you did buy me that. It took me nine minutes to get to the Great Deku Tree. You're speed running. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I know how to play the game. Sure. Yeah. My whole point, and, that, and that's not to say, and like I know someone will be like, you said your favorite game is Majora's Mask, and that for you don't get to that first dungeon till like you know three hours because the game is a three hour. Time Thank you, hypothetical person. Hypothetical person. Uh, ideal. My point, my answer to that would be the game's pacing in Twilight Princess is so slow it's so monotonous so you start the game yeah you heard some goats yeah you go to the town the kids like get a slingshot for the kid i get the slingshot you all right slingshot. cool and i get it the game's trying to teach me how to play it. particularly on the wii with its motion controls like teach me how to aim it's teaching you how to explore which it's... you also have to contextualize we're brand new at the time sure of course yeah of course so but literally you walk up to literally the door of the first temple in Twilight Princess three separate times before you go in the door. Of you the go, forest temple? Yeah, you go rescue the kid. You rescue him, yeah. You turn into Wolfling, you gotta go get all the little buggies. You gotta get all the bugs. Get the buggies, get yeah. Get the buggies. I like that part. You turn back into regular Link, then you gotta walk back to the goddamn temple again <laughs> before you can go in. You yeah. walk up the same path at the start of this game so many times. You go forward, you go back. You go forward, you go back. Yeah. And then you finally beat the goddamn temple. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, sweet, I beat the first temple. And here's like, here's Hyrule Field. It's exciting. How exciting is going to be to finally get into an open world where I can explore. It's Hyrule Field. It's the best part of a Zelda game, exploring the world. And it immediately turns you back into a goddamn wolf again. <laughs> where you got to find more stupid-ass bugs before you can turn into a human again. Twilight Princess. <laughs> I'm going to get right into it right now. Yeah. This game has all the potential to be great. Yeah. When the game lets you play it, when the game lets you play Zelda, it's great. I love the dungeons. The dungeons are amazing. I love the dungeons in this game. I love how they're designed. Like when I was playing this game, I was like, I'm having so much fun in these dungeons. Mm-hmm. Like even like the block puzzles are well designed. The push the block here puzzles are great in this game. They're cre- even like your boring, you know, fire, water, and forest temples, which are in every Zelda game. Yeah. They're they're exciting in this game. Yeah, they you know, are. The swimming's fun, particularly on the Wii. I'll give the credit to the Wii U. I never owned one. I'm just I'm playing it on your Wii U. Like putting on the boots is really easy with the Wii U tablet. Yeah, yeah. It feels great. And but every time the game takes you out of a dungeon, there's so much padding in between to like go here, now go here, now go here. And you think you're finally, it's like, oh, just kidding, you can't go to the dungeon yet, Link. You gotta go do more tedious bullshit that you don't care about. I care about it. Why? What's fun about catching a fucking fish? For a kitty? For a yeti. Oh, for a yeti. For the yeti. (laughs) Oh, that was to get the smell. Yeah. To find the yeti. So you're- Don't say it like (laughs) it's fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a hoot. It was not a hoot. When I played that. You got you gotta get out of the temple. They're like, okay, well, listen, like we can't we can't get away through the snow. You're being storm. real negative. It's too i I'm I'm mad about this game because this game has kids the potential to be so good. Yeah. It lets you play Zelda, but it's so much tedium. So much goddamn waiting. So much goddamn waiting. And I really feel because when, when the game would just let me play, it was all the in-between moments. Like, when, when, I, when I finally got to go into Hyrule Field and there was stuff to do, I liked finding the bugs, I guess. That was kind of fun. For Agatha? Yeah, it was fun yeah. to explore. It was fun to do all this stuff. But then the game kept being like, before you go to the next dungeon, you gotta go find some special books to give to some random people. So they can just tell you. I'm like, just let me go to the dungeon. Let me go. It's... <sighs> Okay, so maybe I'll just... That was a lot. <laughs> because, that was a big rant. I apologize. So maybe I'll take your last bit. So let's take mm-hmm. just a chunk. Okay. So the chunk where you're about to go to City in the Sky, sure. which we... Before this podcast started, we were watching a few cutscenes, and mm-hmm. I, I was watching them to refresh my memory because the latter two hours of the game, the last few hours of the game, right. uh, is where I forget the most of what happened. Sure. So I wanted to remember. Sure. So I was watching the little bit... Before you go to the City in the Sky Temple. Mm-hmm. The best temple of the game. I would disagree, but yes, it's a great temple. I think it's But the that's best not one. important. Go on. Yes. I'm just curious. What's your favorite one? I really like the Gorod Mines. The second I one. I would have never guessed that you would say that one. That's a really fun temple. I thought you would hate the walking with the boots. No, because the boots are used in a creative way that makes it really fun but to it's use But so them. slow. The whole temple's designed around the boots, so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I got, I'm like, I love good game design, I guess. Yeah. Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> so the boots make you real slow, though. But that's okay, because most of the dungeon has you just... Anyway, go on. Any hoot. You like sitting in the sky. I like it. Sure. Uh, so before you do that, there's a few things you have to do. You have to go to the hidden village yep. and show the Dominion Rod to that cute little lady with all the cats. Okay. Who is a descendant... They hint she's a descendant of the Sheikah. Okay. Don't know if you caught that. I don't care, but go ahead. <laughs> I care. Okay, great. There's signs on the on the side that have cool. Sheikah lettering. So she, That's awesome. So that's a real big hint that she's a Sheikah descendant. None of this is making me think the game is good, by the way, but Anyways, continue. Yeah. And then, so you have to show her the Dominion Rod. She gives you some text. Yeah. You show it to that guy who is like a really cute elf dude who's a real studious little... He kind of looks like Atlant- the, the guy from Milo from Atlantis. Sure. You show him that, mm-hmm. and then he goes, oh, shit, I'll read this, and then you read it, and then you move the statue, yeah. and you get to see the cannon yeah. that will take you to the sky sure. the sky temple. Mm-hmm. So then you take the cannon to the guy who fixes the cannon, right. he fixes it, and then you can go to the temple. Okay. I agree. That's a lot. You didn't even name all the stuff they have to do before all that stuff, but yes. Get get Ilya's memories yeah. back. Uh, <laughs> oh, just know the whole thing else takes another hour and a half, but yeah, just that little thing. A few other little little things <laughs> sure. here and there. Yeah. But I agree. That's a lot. Yeah. But I kind of like those bits a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, as fun as the dungeons are. Sure. When I pl- I remember the first time I played this, I was fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. I I wanted more story. Mm-hmm. Like the thing I I played this game for the cutscenes. Right. So you have to think about 
I do all like the dungeon part. There's like maybe mm-hmm. a minute worth of cutscenes in there for like the, when the boss battle starts, when the boss battle ends, yeah. when the mini boss battle starts, when the, you know whatever. Sure. And then afterwards, it's like I shipped the shit out of Elia and Link. Mm-hmm. So anytime there was a little bit of a scene where they like were like, oh, I kind of like you. I'm getting my memories back. I kind of remember. Right. I, right. I was like inject that in my veins. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. So the, I liked like I liked the in between stuff. Sure. Okay. And I understand where you're coming from because because n- the writing clearly was good. Nintendo wanted to focus more on the story in this game. Yes, they wanted to. Again, Zelda's grown up now. It's about their story because obviously we're living in a post, uh, not a post, but like around these time, RPGs are getting more. Not R- Zelda's not an RPG. It is in some ways action adventure. Sure, games are changing. Games are evolving. Like we're one year out. I think Oblivion came out the same year as Twilight was a two thousand. Really? Yeah, I think so. Whoa. So it's like obviously you play something like Oblivion with like such as amazing characters and story and stuff. You really want, you know, Zelda has to grow up a little bit, but I just don't feel the game had to suffer so much because you talk about all these, all these, all these moments of characters. Yeah, and these characters. I mean, if you like them, that's great. I don't like them very much. But Do you I, not like Elia? Is she like the horse girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's your she's your your your. Why tang. would I like character the game? I mean, you think you seem to think the game has given me a reason to care about all these characters. I don't agree. Like I meet Elia at the start of the game, and maybe I just missed the part where she has a personality. <laughs> but I. Uh, she's a little sassy to you at the start. She's like, "Hey, your horse has dirt in its foot." That's not cool. You're in a leg. Whatever. And they bring you out, and you're like, oh. And they're like, oh, Ilya took your horse. You can't go do the thing you need to do. Go. You better go convince her. I'm like, cool. I've never talked to her before, but I guess she's. I need to care about what she thinks about me. The game. He likes her. It's insinuated. All, sure. But for all the time the game takes to, as you say, set up a world and make you try to care, they don't yeah. give me any interactions with these characters to make me care about them. Which is, you know, and I think we should, we'll get into the good moment, uh, the good character, the good, the one good character in this game shortly, I think. Yeah. Which the game gives me a reason oh, to care. So and not, and not perfectly, don't get me wrong. I but love her. I kind of wish all these moments in between all these dungeons where you're running around from here to here and talking to this person and that person, which just pads out this game. I wish the game would just let me explore on my own. And just find and maybe, and again that's just more my uh, my desires for these games. I want to explore. Like I remember playing. You want a, less linear. I want not necessarily. I don't think less linear is because all Zelda games are linear. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception, I think uh, a Link Between Worlds, which which lets you tackle dungeons in any order and stuff. Yeah, which is uh, I love that one. But you know, I mean, I think of Link to the Past, which to me is like you know, kind of sort of like not my favorite Zelda game, but the quintessential Zelda game, I think, yeah. because like literally every Zelda game has just been trying to remake Link to the Past in so many ways for so long, and yeah, get the three things, go get the other seven things, tackle the dungeons, get the item. It, it all kind of got perfected in that game first, and they're just sort of doing that over and over and over again to varying degrees of success. But that game really lets you explore and learn, find things on your own. And they're not saying, hey, the next dungeon you should go to is this one, Link. It's definitely the city in the sky, Link. Here's a cannon to the city in the sky, Link. I mean, they have to do that. No, they don't because they haven't. Remind me, did Ocarina of Time come out in 98? Yes, 98. This came out 
eight years after Ocarina of Time. Okay. Think about how much they improved in eight years. Improved what? The game, like game design. Specifically to the Zelda series. Yes. I elaborate. I think on that. I think it's so easy to think about this mm-hmm. in 2020. Sure. And being like. This game's big load of donkey do because because all the things aren't right like how they like make them now. It would be really hard to make nonlinear games in two thousand six. Uh, yeah. The very uh, harder. Harder. The very sure. first Ocarina of Time came out. It was a technical marvel. Absolutely. And that was only eight years before this. Yeah. That is not a big chunk of time. Sure. So I remember when this came out. It was like. I'm trying to remember the mindset I was in, but it was like, oh, whoa, mm-hmm. this is fucking crazy. Whereas now it's kind of like, well, that's a little wrinkle in time where they got a little dark. But like, you have yeah. to think about at the time, this was like, it looked crazy. Sure. Because like Wind Waker also looked great, yeah. but it was also cartoony. Right. So it's like you kind of automatically, when you think about that in your head, you kind of put it in a box. It's like oh, a little cartoon game. Mm-hmm. Easier to make. Mm-hmm. I still think that game was probably like as technically difficult to make potentially as twilight mm. princess maybe even a, a little less but like eight years to go from the very first 3d like action adventure game mm-hmm. to to that sure is it is pretty impressive <laughs> i you have, mean you have to yeah. remember that that's where they're at that's where they that's where they existed in 2006 okay yeah that's fine when you if, think about if you want to judge a game in its time I yeah. can play Ocarina of Time, which came out in 1998 now, and have a grand old time, despite its limitations, despite really the year I don't like Ocarina great. of Time. <laughs> and this, and <laughs> I'm the controversial take on this podcast. No, I mean, I know that people... What do you mean like Ocarina? We're not going to get into Ocarina of Time. I don't like Majora's Mask either. I know you don't like Majora's Mask. The game which is, sucks. And that's fine. The I can admit sucks. people don't like that game. I don't want to have a journal open taking notes about what time to talk to a guy who juggles in the courtyard. That's so boring. No, you'd rather have the game explain to you exactly what to do, judging from what you're telling me. I'd rather have the game have interesting characters that talk, and then I learn about the story as I go. That's literally El Majora's Mask is interesting characters. That's literally the whole concept of the game. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's literally <laughs> no. interesting characters with schedules that uh, you interact with. <laughs> no, it's not, because because you have to... You are going to get so much hate mail you from this podcast. You want me to. No, you I don't. love I don't when I get, get the hate mail. mail. Anyway, let's talk about something I like about this game. Will that calm you down? Sure. Will that calm you down a little bit? Yeah. Let's talk about Midna. I love her so much. Midna is the titular Twilight Princess. Yes. We don't know that till the very end of the game. Spoilers, I guess, again. You know what? Like three-fourths of the way through. Sure. So you Midna, know when the, sa- the sages tell you. So the Zelda games have companion characters, right? Navi, Tattle, Majora's Mask, uh, I Minish guess... Minish Cap. Minish Cap. I guess the boat in Wind Waker is kind of like your guide character. King of Red Lions. Yep. That's his, thank you. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, then Midna, she's your little imp friend. She kind of starts out. She's a little... You, you don't know if you can trust her. She's a little coy. She's a little coy. She's like, oh, I want you to do something for me, dumb little... Because you're a wolf at this point. You can't turn back into a human. Yeah. So you, you grow this relationship over Midna, with Midna over time, sort of naturally... You hang out with her, she helps you, you help her. It's a very natural camaraderie. She's much more vocal than a lot of Zelda guides because she's with you the entire time. Yeah. Which is great. Excuse me. Uh, But, (laughs) but, there's a very large but here. 
I have one complaint about Minda, which I, maybe you can answer okay. and convince me otherwise, because I'm willing to be convinced. So, so everyone doesn't get, get gets it wrong. I'm convinced. I want to. I want to like this game. I just have a lot of problems with it. <laughs> you want to like? I do want to like it. I love Zelda. I don't want to not like this game. Yeah. So Minda, and this is a point you raised a little bit earlier. How uh, you know she feels great writing. Fantastic. And, you, and you feel this natural bond with Midna, Absolutely. Right? I remembered feeling that as well the first time I played this game. And then upon replaying it, I was kind of wondering why I felt that way. Because upon replaying it, I was like, Midna shows up. She's kind of a she's kind of annoying. She's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, oh yeah, I'll help you, maybe help me. She's a little She's, she's clearly like, using you. Yeah, for sure. That's the point. And then so the whole first three dungeons of this game, you're kind of helping Midna get these what are they? Few shadows. Few shadows. Few shadows. Who gives a shit? <laughs> They're just Zelda bullshit. <laughs> you need to get. They actually have a. They have a point in the story. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, you collect them. <laughs> Fuck you. You collect them. So Midna, so Midna oh, will you're help a you dick. out. And and it makes a lot of sense why you're helping her. Be right because don't call me a dick. By the way, that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> you are. But you're helping Midna because from all the areas you're going to collecting these whatever doodads. Few you're helping your friends as well yes you know you go to these areas if you help midna yeah get the next shadow she can help you move to the next area it's a very win-win mutu- mutually profitable relationship yeah thank you that's a great word yeah uh and then you get the final fused doodad shadow yeah that's the one <laughs> i've said it like four times <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the the be- the bad guy of this game one of the bad guys of this game zant shows up he kicks midna's shit in she gets all yeah. fucked up and then she's all weird and she's all white. She's oh, like, you gotta, you gotta take me to Zelda. I'm, best really, I'm part. really upset. And I kept wondering. She's dying. She's not just upset. She's dying. And here's my, and, but he, yeah. And I'm wondering, as that happened, why Link's like, I don't give a shit. What do you mean? Why would Link care? Why do I care? Minda's been using me this entire time and she hasn't earned me caring about her. I, I immensely cared about her at this point in but the game. But at this at this point in the game when she gets her shit kicked in after yeah. the third dungeon. Yes. She hasn't she hasn't done anything to make me care about her. So remind me, the third dungeon it's is the, wa- lake, the lake, bed. lake Bed Temple. You've had interactions with her up to this point where yeah, she's Yeah, but nothing that makes me think she's my friend. She's like, Hey, go over here, dummy, get the thing. She's it's okay, well I can't believe you didn't care when you were it's called Minda's Lament, is that portion of the game. Great, and and just on that and the name of the song and that, that point plays, on, and just another point great music in this game i might just if, a quick side i'm gonna just put in minda's lament in here for like 30 seconds moment is is often talked even people who don't like this game talked about that's the most impactful moment know, of the game i know so i'm so surprised that you didn't care you didn't care about her then well the game had given me no reason to like i like midna as a character i like her design and i like and i liked her you know elusive attitude i guess and yeah like, her, like that's cool but when i'm trying to like put myself in the mindset of link 
who's being dragged all across the world trying to help his friends. Well, Link's a bit of a bitch. Well, and that's another complaint I have with this game, but we'll finish with Ben Durant first. So here's here's where I take with that. Okay. I think this is this is largely Midna's story. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're the sidekick. Oh, I was literally about that's the point I want to make about Link. Absolutely. Like when you th- really think about how Midna when you do things, mm-hmm. it's to help Midna and sometimes you also get benefited by it. Sure. But this point after Midna's meant where you shift to, she literally says to you when you get to the mirror, like, I need your help. Like, yep. straight up. Yep. Like, at this point, he he doesn't need her anymore. Mm-hmm. And they've established a sort of, like, knowing relationship to that. He wants to be like, okay, I'm going to help you now. Mm-hmm. Even though up to this part, it's been even. It's not like he owes her one. Right. They've, you do scratch my back, I scratch yours. And sure. now they're at a point where she's like. Sure. I'm straight fucked. The mirror's broken. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? And he's like, okay. And like Link doesn't have voice act. Link is a um, fucking nobody. Like, well, yeah, let's be real. That's like, his whole character. That's the point. It's right in his that's... name. He's a link to the player. Like you're supposed to self-insert upon Link. He's just Link. a fucking bitch boy. I don't really care okay, about Link. Okay, that's okay. Sure. <laughs> Weird take. Bitch boy. You don't think? Well, it's like it's not relevant. So, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's just all. Uh, you know, he's and so Midna has so much personality, yeah, and so much character mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm her sidekick. And then it even sure. they kind of echo that in that like a lot of the times when you're doing things, Midna will be like, "I got it," and she'll you know she's so strong. Yeah, she is the one like you fight Zant, but she kills Zant. Mm-hmm. She, Zant's the bad guy, by the way. Zant's the bad guy. The he's kind of like a pseudo boss, but not really. No, he's not a pseudo boss. He's a real boss. He's a boss, but he's like a before boss. Yes. <laughs> mini boss. Much like oh well, no, he's not a mini boss. That's what I mean. He's like a mini big boss. <laughs> okay. It's like a separate thing. He's not like a dark nut, but he's like not a game in. No, he's a well, no. He, yeah, he's a boss. He's a he's a medium. <laughs> he's boss. He's the villain of the game. He's a medium boss. Okay, sure. And boss so when she goes to fight Ganon at the end, she yeah. teleports you away, and she's like, "Fuck, I got it." Mm-hmm. Obviously, she doesn't win that fight. We no. see it, it's off screen, and we don't get to see her fight. Right, but right, it's just he just happens to come through for her in the end. But it's mm-hmm. still largely her story. Sure, and they that's so much better than all the other times because. Like when Link is the main character having the story and Navi's with him or Fee's with him mm-hmm. or any of these fucking plebs that I just like give, don't give her, that have zero personality also. Right. Like why would you have zero, two people with zero personalities hanging out is just more zero personality. Sure. So like obviously when you have zero personality Link mm-hmm. and then super awesome personality Midna who yep. actually has an arc yep. throughout the game. Right. I'm going to focus on her more. And sure. then it's kind of like. You know, it's cute because they have these animations where you can see them becoming friends. Like, mm-hmm. at first, it's just kind of her teasing him. But then during cutscenes where they're talking to someone, she'll be leaning on him. Or they'll be mm-hmm. she'll be like, I really need your help. And she'll touch him and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. they become friends. Sure. Nintendo doesn't do that very often. Mm-hmm. So that made me care. Like, I, okay. I genuinely was like, I need her to I need her to not be dying right now because she's carrying the game. Mm-hmm. she's the good part of this game so i don't want her to die i guess i just had a very 
different reaction to her. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Again, I like Midna. She's one of the few bright spots on yeah. this game that I don't like very and much. And I think even people who don't like this game could admit Midna's no, the best. No, she's definitely the best she's companion the best in the series mm-hmm. by a large margin, I think. Obviously, falling up to her was the... was Is it Fee or Fi? The, Fee, I the think The robot it's sword that tells you to change your stupid batteries all the time. There's a 90% chance yeah, exactly. you are going to and die. I, and I don't know. This comes from the guy who thinks Skyward Sword is better than this game. And I, I still, don't like I, Skyward Sword. Well, that's a whole other story. I mean, I don't day. mind Skyward Sword. No, it's fine. I just... Yeah. <laughs> the Midna rant. The Midna rant. That was a good rant. No, because Midna's, Midna's a great character. And she's one of the great parts about this game. We're at an hour. We're at an hour Isn't right that crazy? Now. That's crazy. Um, well... Is there anything... Is there something you want to bring up that you think... If you heard me rant, you might change your mind. Or is this is this largely just like, you don't like it, you don't like it? It's not so much that I don't like it. I want to like it, and I like parts of it. I love, the again, I love the dungeons in this game. And the boss fights, despite the fact, um, obviously, they take a lot from Shadow of the Colossus. Which came out. You brought. Year. I told he was bringing this point up really. I said yeah. save it for the podcast. Exactly because point. you know obviously Shadow of the Colossus came out the year before mm-hmm. and that game is incredible and with great boss fights and obviously Zelda takes a lot from it. I mean, of course, a lot of Zelda games and a lot of Zelda boss fights have the same problem of hey, it's got a big shiny spot, whack it with your sword. We've, yeah, we've and and that's you know that. that's with Zelda. It's whatever. Like you don't like it's fine. There's a couple of great bosses in the series, but nothing amazing or something. Yeah. But like, I love the dungeons in this game. I love the designs of like the bosses and the and the dungeons themselves. The dungeons are fucking awesome. They are. Game. They are truly great. And I'm some, trying and to think some of... of the best in the series. Yeah. Truly. And, and to be fair, they take up the majority of the time. So the most that, that is not true. <laughs> That is so far from true, and you know it's not true. What do you think percentage of in dungeons versus percentage you're doing the in between stuff? Is it like twenty eighty, like twenty percent done. No, yes. no, no, no. Yes. that's you don't got the math. Between collecting all the stupid <laughs> golden bugs, going around. Agatha's a sweetheart. Not the gold, not those golden bugs. The oh, bugs the, that turn you back into a human. The insects of light. Which actually was, apparently, I didn't realize this was fixed in the Wii U version. They have less of them. It didn't feel like less. <laughs> it still was awful. The insects of, what are they called? The insects know, of the twilight? insects of darkness, light, kingdom hearts, bullshit. Who cares? Yeah. But it's just. It's... I, I, okay, here's another point I want to bring up okay. this game that I kind of like. We sure. are all over the place, mm-hmm. but I guess that's the nature of this episode. We <laughs> People tend... are not going to like our show, <laughs> but t- that's okay. I'm te- having fun. Are you t- having fun? Yeah. We Great. tend to just get mad about things and move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have the common complaint that Wolf Link is trash in this game. Like, he's not very fun to play. He's not good. He can't yeah. fight very well. Um, There's very few times I want to play Wolf Link as opposed to normal Link. Which yeah. is my point I'm about to make. Sure. You're not supposed to want to be him. You're weak. But like, he's not weak. He does the same damage in Wolf Link form, I think. Because of Midna. Yeah. You re- like So this is why whenever people are like, Wolf Link's trash. I'm like, that's the point. He doesn't want to be Wolf Link. He's vulnerable when he's Wolf Link. Then why does it give the option to turn to Wolf Link? To do puzzles and shit. Like, she keeps the Twilight Shard because, oh, you can turn into a beast whenever you want. And you well, do, it's also for fast You do that travel. to find pose and stuff. Fast travel, too, yeah. Fast travel yeah. is mainly it. But, like, you're not... That's. I feel like everyone says that, and I'm like, did, did no one realize that that's the whole point? Like, Link 
from when he got forcibly turned into to the wolf mm-hmm. and got dragged mm-hmm. by the shadow people, yeah. he was like, "This fucking I'm in chain." Like he has that whole chain on his leg, yeah. the whole time. That's sure. like visual thematic cohesiveness. The fact that it's he's right he's chain. Is it on his leg? It's there? On his, leg his front there. left one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can see. That's okay. He's right here. Mm-hmm. He's chained up. He doesn't like it. Right. He doesn't want to be so, there. So you think that. Wolflink is the the game creators don't want you to be Wolflink. They don't want you to to be as strong as you are as a human as Wolflink. Uh-huh. And when Midna's not on your back, mm-hmm. you are fucking vulnerable. Sure. And they want you to feel that. So yeah. there's a couple times where that happens where you're when you first, when Midna's teaching you. Yeah. There's a mechanic where you fight the shadow people in order to get the the fast travel fast points. travel where you can't leave one alive. Right. So you need to use Midna's ability where she makes a, sp- a circle and then she can target multiple ones and go zhung, zhung, zhung and get mm-hmm. all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the very first time you do that, she nopes off your back mm-hmm. and she goes and she goes, have fucking fun. See ya. Mm-hmm. And she runs away. And then you're wolf link and you're trying to kill them. And it's hard. You can't do it. You can't kill. I mean, there is a way to kill all three if you like group them up and do a spin attack. But that's really hard. Sure. So most people aren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then if you have Midna, it's super easy. Yep. And then even when you're fighting other things, like doing the Midna attack makes you strong. Right. Think about how hard it would be to fight if you didn't have that circle effect mm-hmm. attack. It would be really hard because you're up there, you're just going, rawr, rawr, rawr. You're, just, you're just smashing. Or like, I guess what if you're playing GameCube or Wii, you're just going like this. Yeah, yeah. And you're really vulnerable. Because mm-hmm. you're a dog. Mm-hmm. And then when Midna's hurt, that's the other time where right. you're a wolf and you're running and they put enemies in your way. And my biggest complaint about Midna's Lament mm-hmm. is when you're running through the field and they have that, oh my God, that beautiful music. Sure. Absolutely gorgeous music. It's probably my favorite song in all of Zelda yeah. is Midna's Lament. Mm-hmm. And then when enemies come up, they interrupt the music to play the enemy like thing. And that pisses me off. I'm like, just play Midna's Lament. You can fight the Bokoblins, but it's just like, it's hard. So you just run past them. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to emphasize, you don't have your buddy yeah. fighting with you, so you're really weak. Run to the castle. Run, 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 run. Yeah. Don't fight right now. Sure. And, like, that's the whole vibe. It's, like, it's hard to be him. Okay. Sure. So you don't, you're not necessarily supposed to be, like, yeah, now I'm Wolf Link. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be Wolf Link. Mm-hmm. He wants to be, he wants to be Linky. Or, you know, Link. <laughs> I mean, that was a huge rant. I feel like you just made two different points. I how so? I don't see how they reconcile because you're saying it's not fun to be Wolf Link, right? And the game, t- and the it's game, harder. and the game wants to show you it's not fun to be Wolf Link yeah. by you know taking Midno away, like you said. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, but it sounds like to me you're making the argument that they're making the game purposely less fun for like thematic reasons. Not less fun. It is like being Wolf Link's not fun. It's, it's, you feel like you're in danger. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't make Wolf Link any less of a bad mechanic. But the whole point, <laughs> okay, the whole point is you don't, I, I'm trying, okay, so like you're getting the vessels of light. You're trying to turn it back to light to yeah. be human again. Sure. Okay. Is that not logically you trying to do all the things as quickly as possible to be not a wolf? Yeah. So you're not supposed to want to be a wolf. It, it's, it's cohesiveness between the gameplay and the story. I I mean, I, I think I see what you're trying to it's say. The... I just don't see it. <laughs> I truly don't. I see I'm what turning you're... my head and I'm no, closing I'm, my I'm, eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm fully looking at you. I want to <laughs> believe what you're saying. I just don't feel. The story tells you stop being a wolf right now. 
So the gameplay tells you it's hard being a wolf. The player doesn't want to be a wolf. Mm-hmm. Or it's even it's not fun. But there's a, the wolf is literally on the cover of the game. Because they're trying to be moody. That's They were marketing okay. it. You got to think about it. Also, the marketing team had their toe in this. They're trying. They, well, now you're going off on a whole mark. You don't need to go down this You don't road. think I got to go down the marketing side? Because it's not important. Okay, this, well, that's fine. To the point but I, I just think you're th- trying to make. <laughs> well, I just think like, if you're going to talk about the box art, which yeah. I have as a poster in my living room. Sure. It's They had to sell the game, and the mechanic is wolf. Yeah. So they're going to show the wolf. Right. But like, the whole point is is... And they show that, like I've already said this, they show that on the character. He's chained up, he's vulnerable, and he's not himself. Yeah. So let's get out of here. Let's not be this character right now. Mm-hmm. And and then later when you when you keep the shard after getting the master sword, which has the light that lets you switch. Yep. It's like you just use it to cheat the system and fast travel. That's what it's for. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody ever switches to Wolf Link to fight enemies ever, right? Only the shadow dudes, yeah. Only the shadow dudes. So, like, you only do it when you have to, which right. is the whole point. Right. What's that? That's, I feel like that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, I, that's a very common complaint. Like, this handles, like, trash dookie. I'm like, yeah, that's what, that's what they wanted. I highly doubt Nintendo you don't- wanted their game to feel, like, as you so eloquently put it, trash dookie. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were going for. I mean, I I think there's... I don't think Nintendo wanted you to feel like you were having a bad time. Not a bad time, a vulnerable and dangerous time. Okay. I mean, yeah. I feel like I won that point. <laughs> Did I win? Whatever you think, buddy. Yes. But I feel like we should take it to our... Not or perhaps our future listeners. This is the first yeah. episode. Is there nothing? Well, let me check. There might be something else I want to bring up quickly because I would love to end on a, a bunch of opinions from our listeners. Okay, so that's okay for sure. No, no, definitely. Um, honestly, that kind of was my points that I was really pro. Yep. Hmm. I mean, so I mean to sum up again, my complaints with this game, it's way too goddamn long. There's... That's just something that some of our listeners, well, and future listeners, obviously, yeah, we'll get in, we'll get into it because I think that's a pretty common thing. It's too long. Yeah. There's too much padding. There's, you know, the Zelda stuff in it's great. Like I love the dungeons again. I love the music's incredible. There's oh, some really great music, music in here. So a lot best of Hyrule Field, best Hyrule Field oh, song. I don't know about that. Who has a better one? I really, I like the Great Sea from Wind Waker, but that's just a personal thing. For that's me. not a field. It's the same thing. Oh, no, it's not. And also, the Dark World theme from uh, Link to the Past is a classic. I don't know it. And of course you don't. You I mean, know. I played Link to the Past you don't, on... You don't know the classics. I played Link to the Past on Game Boy. That's Link's Awakening. Oh, shit. Never mind. I haven't played Link to the Past. <laughs> also, it's a great overall theme, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mixed it up. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, I think... I mean, it's a, it's a game... That has a lot of potential, and as someone who truly loves Zelda, who loves 3D, and particularly loves 3D Zelda, yeah, there's many times I replay Majora's Mask once a year. I, I'm always done replay for of time. I'm excited to replay Wind Waker, actually, on the Wii U, because you have that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be really excited. Skyward Sword, if they ever re-release it on Switch, I'll play it in a heartbeat. I feel like they will. And obviously, Breath of the Wild is one of the great games of the generation already, so... Despite my problems with all, and all these games have problems, all and this, this this is my this is my personal final note on Twilight Princess. All the Zelda games have problems, every single one. Mm-hmm. 
Every other Zelda game, I'm willing to overlook those problems and except enjoy for this it. One. Except for Twilight Princess. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't look past how bored I was in between all these parts I liked. And that's uh that's kind of where I'm at. Stand on Here's it. Here's where I gotta say. Okay. This this game mm-hmm. has the best writing of any Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Okay. I think I've elaborated this is such on that. A strong point, but yeah, go it on. is a strong point. But yeah. I will have to. I will say Nintendo, Nintendo's writing mm-hmm. isn't fantastic. It's well, they're not. More fo- they're more focused on gameplay, and that's fine because their gameplay can be amazing in other games. I've played Truly. like if you, if they could see my shelf over to the right, I have a plethora of Nintendo games that I absolutely adore. And they're all so fun to play. Yeah, yeah. None of them made me care about that much at all, except for this game. Right. I only like I only care about this game that much in terms of mm. characters and what they're doing and what they want mm-hmm. and how I can interact with the story and get and those things okay. Yeah. It has the best den- dungeons of any Zelda game. Sure. Which I don't feel like actually we touched on. The dungeons? We yeah, about the dungeons. A little bit, but oh my god, they're so good. Yeah, I love them. They're all good. Yeah. They're all they're all <laughs> great. But you think only twenty percent of the game is dungeon, which I don't like. That can't be correct. I mean, that's 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 my, that's math, my very general assessment. The math's off. Sure. The math's off on that. When was the last time you played Twilight Princess? Like three years ago. Okay, you don't know. <laughs> I played I it played last. It, I played you it last didn't week. Finish it because it's so boring. Tell them why you didn't finish. Because it's so boring. No, the puzzle in the couldn't beat the puzzle in the fucking snow I did temple. Be, I did beat it last night. Oh, you night. did? Yeah. Oh, well, he told me that he didn't beat it because... I, well, that was a couple he weeks He said, ago. I dare you to beat this puzzle. I was like, those puzzles are for babies. Yeah. And I feel we're getting off track, but I yes. just want them to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I beat... And then I said, I beat that dungeon. I said, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, by the way, now it's time to go do this, this, and this. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> and I shut it off. <laughs> you turned it off. I turned it off. Well, Yeah. I think the music's absolutely fantastic, which I feel like most people can agree. Sure. The OST of this game is 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 amazing. Yeah. Almost every single song's a fucking bop. I agree. Molo Mart theme. Classic. I'll play it for a few seconds right now. Sure. I bopped to that when I was yeah, 14. Definitely. Like, I definitely did that. Doing the moves. All the time. Doing the moves. <sighs> what else is so good? All of it. It's good. It's, I don't, I can't really, I can't really, I just can't convince you, can I? This game. Is the point of the show to convince no, you that it's I like not. Twilight Princess? Because you're never going to. It's not to convince you. <laughs> it's just to rant. <laughs> I just this game is just it holds a really special place in my heart, which and, that, and I can understand that because you know why, and that, well, maybe we'll end on a nice note for you to our, our listener questions because <laughs> my favorite Zelda game, Majora's Mask, holds a very special place in my heart as well. It's very personally important to me, mm-hmm. much as Twilight Princess is to you. Yeah, and you hate Majora's. I Mask, hate Majora's Mask, of course. And you know what? I can understand. I gave that the old college try like I know. a few times too, and I understand why. I've you never hate, beat. I it. understand why you hate Majora's Mask because a lot of people do hate that game. Yeah, but it's very important to me, and I could probably I, if you had to listen to me shit on your favorite Zelda game for an hour and 20 minutes, I could 
if you shit on Majora's Mask, I'd probably be pretty upset. So I understand where you're coming from. Oh, I'm not upset. No. It's just like, it's because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I put this out, I put out on Twitter, like, mm-hmm. give me your spiciest take. Yes. And everyone that. was Follow, like. Uh, at Haley Facts on Twitter, we'll, by the way. We'll plug at the end. I want to plug you now. Don't worry. We'll okay, plug cool. at the end. Uh, holy shit, everyone hates this game. <laughs> <laughs> which was very validating to me <laughs> i was texting my friends who i know like this i'm like tell me why yeah. you like this game please sir because mm-hmm. i just need some ammo to take this is, conversation is that, is that the segue we're getting into then from our listeners yes listeners? i would love to talk because i mean a few of these things we t- covered but sure you know mm-hmm. our lovely lovely people our potential future listeners yeah kindly gave us their opinions and viewers Potentially. All right. So one of our first opinions comes mm-hmm. from Peanut Bridal, friend of the show. Peanut Bridal, what's up, man? I think it's a fine game that feels, of the bigger Zeldas, the least like it has anything to do of its own unique legacy within the broader Zelda canon. I think that's a very... That's ast- a take. I think you wrote this. It's a very astute point, uh, <laughs> Peanut Bridal, uh, because I would agree with you. You know, people think about... Zelda in a long way. Ocarina of Time, obviously, very one of the greatest games of all time. Influential. Majora's Mask, the little sequel that could. You know, it's weird. It's got a three-day time limit. It's, you know... It's, that game came out quick, too. Yeah, it's it crazy how quick it came out and how good it came out, even if you don't like that game. It's kind of impressive. Oh! Wind Waker is, you know... Obviously, it's cartoony art style. Controversial at the time. Now it's considered very good. And, you know, obviously, it's... It's, it's art style is on it. Skyward Sword, motion controls. It's crazy. When people think, what's Twilight Princess all about? Us oh, want the wolf, right? It's yeah. want the wolf. And that is yeah, I'm like, they, yeah, that's kind of what say, people they do, do say. They do be saying that. That's a very good point, Peanut Bridal. Good for you, man. Peanut Bridal, I disagree. Which is, comes to our, ne- our next take. Mm-hmm. Eddie's De Santiago at PIF, PIF Games. PIF Games. It's the worst 3D Zelda. Absolutely, it's the worst 3D Zelda. <laughs> Five simple words. It's the worst 3D Zelda. <laughs> the best take I could ever hear, man. It is the worst 3D Zelda. Do you really it, you think it's the worst one? In my opinion, absolutely. But like like all the little Four Swords adventures and shit are 3D. No, they're not. They're 2D. No, they're 3D. No, they're 2D. They're on the 3DS for Christ's sake. That doesn't mean they're in 3D. But I mean, if you're going, if you're going to make that argument, they're even more D than the other have ones. Have you played Four Swords Adventure? I actually have on a Then plane. you know it'd be in 2D. It's in 2D. What do you mean it's in 2D? It's in 2D. It's a top down like like Links to the Past is in 2D. It's the same as Link to the Past. Uh, one of the Four Swords Adventures is 3D. No, it's not. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of Triforce Heroes, which is also <gasps> not 3D. That's what I'm which thinking. Which is also not 3D. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> I think it not. is. Triforce. Yeah, look at this. They're 3D. How are they not 3D? Because it's in a top-down 2D perspective. That's, Just because it's isometric doesn't mean it's not 3D. That's literally what it means. Whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. what it means. <laughs> <laughs> we just fought about what 3D was instead of hearing the point. Yep. I I would say I'm trying to think about what I think. I think Majora's Mask is the worst 3D Zelda, which I mean we're just polar opposites, I guess. I think so. Which is fine. This isn't gonna work. This whole podcast, this everything. The relationship? No, it's gonna work. Okay, great. that's nice. I really thought you were gonna break up with me right then. 
Nope. Uh, Serial Vasquez, friend of the show, says, it's the first game to make me think, wait, games can be too long. Very good point. Which, I have to point out, has as many likes as my post asking for questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the folk, people agree with this take. Yeah, it is far too long it's pretty long but like because long. i like it i'm like yay more of thing i no, like long. i love long you're talking to a guy who's played many many japanese rpgs that are like 100 150 hours long and loved every second of it yeah sometimes but like it's all about in the pacing and how it's done i think this game really does do it poorly i think it do be long but i like that that's hey if you like the world and you like what's going on stay in it jeremy bull Friend, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. He says that uh, playing on GameCube was actually his better experience, and he didn't have to m- worry about any motion gimmicks or the overall horrible control situation of the Wii. I mean... We didn't really talk about the controls of the well, Wii. Well, honestly, I found... I mean, I remember playing it on the Wii and not having that much trouble with it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I was, like, 10 and motion controls were so exciting to me at the time. I loved swinging. Like, I remember I loved swinging the sword with, like, you know, the swish, 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 swish. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, yeah. It was great. Oh, and, yeah, like, I remember using that. the nunchuck to bash the shield. Yeah, like, that was Obviously, cool. the motion controls get a lot more intense when Skyward Sword came out. Yeah. But I remember intense. thinking... <laughs> intense. That's worse. That's a very generous... <laughs> well, I mean better but also worse it just yeah uh, but I, I hate that game. that's another episode i don't hate that game i don't like that game but yeah i remember quite liking the motion controls jeremy bull so i'm sorry you felt that way actually the first Fair. time i played twilight princess was on the gamecube i don't think i mentioned that oh really well i played at my uncle's house it was a lot of what's fun. your uncle's name chuck your uncle chuck and uncle his chuck. wee uncle charlie no it was on the game oh GameCube. GameCube. You, GameCube. Just, you just said that sorry yeah. shout out to uncle chuck uh <laughs> we have uh unami salami Friend of the show. What's Twi- your name? I'm sorry. Unami Salami. That's awesome. Uh, Twilight Princess is the thirstiest Zelda game in the series. Send tweet. Absolutely. It really, it really is. Everybody in this game wants to bone Link. There's uh-huh. the crazy Afro chick at the fishing hole. Midna. Uh, Zelda. Mel- Zelda. Zelda, not so much. Well, she like. I don't know. No, 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 no. Um, Telma. Telma, the big booby bar, bar the, the uh, big bartender. Boob bartender. I love her. She is thirsty AF. I love her so much. Yep. She's uh, also horrifying looking, but she is thirsty. No, I think she's one of the few NPCs that actually looks okay. I would disagree, but continue. Have you seen her tits? <laughs> How could you not? I know. They're all over they the place. They even show Link looking at her tits one yeah, time. Yeah, I do. Like, Link can- canonically is like, whoa, tits. I not, feel like Nintendo would never do men that. Men canonically are like, Whoa, tits. That's disrespectful to women. <laughs> what do you mean? You're being misogynistic. How am I being misogynistic? <laughs> I can say it. <laughs> okay. You can't say it. No, but I always I remember that scene and mm-hmm. being like, oh, whoa, like you yep. looked at some tits. Mm-hmm. There's also the ghost Zora lady. She's pretty hot. She doesn't, she doesn't want him. No, I want her. She's dead. Yeah, She's fine. a ghost. She's a ghost. She also has a son. Oh, no. Do you want some baggage? <laughs> I just realized the light's off also. Oh, no. It's fine, I think. We're fine. We're, we're catching this on the recording. It's okay. Okay. We just realized the light's off, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, here's a good comment. Yeah, this is like. a fantastic... I love this. these comments here. These <laughs> these are very... They're trying They're trying not to be me, but they don't like the game, which is like you, but you're trying to be me. <laughs> Joseph Aiden says, I'm going to get hate for this, but this is my least favorite Zelda game. True. 
By a lot. True. The controls, especially on horse, which I agree, the horse controls are shit. Oh, they're so shit. Don't feel great. The tutorial is a slog, and oh my god, these dungeons are so frustrating, which mm. I'm surprised that, that he doesn't like the dungeons. That is, yeah, because I'm agreeing with everything you're saying here, Joseph, uh, except for these dungeons. I find that the dungeons were the one part I really, truly enjoyed, but uh, if you didn't like them... I, I asked him, I said, I'm just oh, curious good. what um, platforms he played on. He gave it the old college try. He played it on GameCube, Wii, and Wii U. He played it three times. You've given like a hundred and twenty, not a hundred eighty dollars. He's allowed to not like the. Dungeons. You're allowed to not like it, man. I know. Uh, Sailor Sophie, mm-hmm. Sailor underscore Sophie says it's one of the darker games in the series, given its teen rating, but has a fascinating story and an edgy and beautiful art style. I agree. Easily one of my favorites of the franchise. Well, that's, a nice, that's a positive comment. That's a me comment. That's a you comment. That's for me. Thanks, Sophie. Uh, I would. I wouldn't necessitate darker with good necessarily, but hey, if if yeah. you like darky. Grim, dark, or grain of time. It's not. Sorry, go for it. Yeah. Uh, Jill says Wolf Link is hot. I told her the empirically most correct take. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean that probably. I mean wolves. Wolves are just furry bait. Furry bait. Oh yeah, of course. They're furry baiting. Wolves are the hottest furry animal. What? Anyways, uh, Matt Thomas, <laughs> friend of the show. It's everything I could have wanted in 2006, and boy, did my taste move on since then. That's fair. I like the scale and all, but it's just so dry to me now. It's kind of like what you're saying. Yep. Also, I don't understand how people say this is the best dungeons when Skyward Sword and Link Between Worlds exist. Interesting. Great point about Skyward Sword's dungeons, which I also think are awesome and I, a very underrated part of that game. The only, the only dungeon I can remember from Skyward Sword is the one where you switch between past and oh the, the pirate ship was it the, yeah yeah the pirate and there's i think there's another one that also does it too yeah uh and also shout outs to a link between worlds i've never played it but i would truly love to you have it i believe i should borrow it from you yeah i really want to play it i really i'd love uh 2d zelda sometimes more than 3d zelda that game's amazing i really want to play it i think you have my 3ds i do uh, Stu Abu at Stu Abu on Twitter says, when I got around to playing it, I found it super hard to get into because of how much I loved Okami, which has a similar wolf. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this too. Um, I said, I said to her, really interesting. I'm just wondering if it means that you have a high bar when it came to wolf character narrative driven game. Um, she said, yeah. So basically in the afterglow of Okami, I felt this really weird loyalty to it. Comparing the two wolves was unf- unfavorable for Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking to a guy who truly loves Okami. I need to play Okami. I replayed Okami during our recent uh, quarantine lockdown here, as you can recall. Oh yeah, you were uh, you were. I love Okami. You to were me, sad. It's, it's one of the best three. It's not a 3D Zelda game, but it essentially is a 3D Zelda game in yeah. many many ways. It's uh, kind of like Persona Five Twilight Princess. What do you, what does that mean? Stylish. Style. <laughs> yeah right it's got a lot of style it's got a beautiful art style uh clay. i can't believe i didn't get a resounding applause for that take but anyways <laughs> from who you oh no uh never. resounding single applause uh, i love okami okami is a much better game than twilight princess everyone should just play okami it's uh it's like always like 15 dollars on psn so everyone should play it it came out what did we decide it was seven months before yeah, twilight okami princess came out seven months before yeah like in real life that's when it came out um jason quarter quartar sorry it mm-hmm. says it's my favorite zelda story with some lovely hints of unrequited romantic feelings i mean hey to each their own i think yep. the story is boring and filled with <laughs> i like <laughs> to each their own you're wrong i didn't say he's wrong i said the story is boring <laughs> to oh me. man 
I'm trying to make me this this hostile yeah, person. Yeah, I want I'm you not. to be the villain. I want you to be the one everyone says Michael's. Well, I mean, mean, judging from these Twitter replies, you're wrong. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, most of them are, are on your side. Yeah. Um, we have some of these over in the Discord. Oh. The media Marino says Link was just made a wolf so people would take the game seriously. Which, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, obviously, yeah, that is a reaction. And also becomes wolves are the horniest furry animal next to ba- next to bears. <laughs> next to bears? They're up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, bears is a term. Read for... that next part, too. That's important. They had to come back from the soft boy Wind Waker aesthetic, even though that's an all-around better game. Absolutely. Wind Waker, despite also being a game that is clearly unfinished in many ways, uh, it's like missing like two whole dungeons. It's pretty evident yeah. when you play it. But yeah. Wind Waker is awesome. Uh, and it's much better than this game, in my opinion. Shut your gob. Uh, Anyways, Funk Uncle says, I've not played <laughs> it and know two things about it. Some people on the internet want to fuck Minda and Link as a wolf. Some people want to fuck Link as a wolf. Ugh. I know. So, Chilouette, I know her name is Danielle, good friend. She says, I played it almost all the way through on the GameCube and briefly on the Wii, and I agree. Having a traditional controller made a lot of the seemingly unintentionally difficult parts less frustrating. Another criticism, opponent's movements were animated the same as Wolf Link's. Bad. All bad, caps. Bad. Very bad. And then the weight of the story and the wider world implied by it was a sick addition to the franchise, but Link's origin as kind of a dumb ranch hand in a weird little settlement of Hylians was an odd place to start. He had no connection to Zelda and never built one. That's a very good point, Danielle. Uh, I think that... Like Haley was saying earlier, Link is a side character in this story. It's not a story about him. Yeah. Where, even though he plays him. Even though he plays him, it's really mid in his story. It's also Zelda also has very little to do in this story. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think it's a very astute point. Uh, there, Link and We're, Zelda, and even Ganondorf, really, to an extent, yeah. are very minor characters in a story about Midna and Zant. Yeah, it's true. It really mm-hmm. is about Midna and Zant, and then whatever's left over is just like what we get to do sure because i like the zant boss battle at the yeah, end zant's great because zant's a great character he's just like an insolent little child baby that didn't get what he wanted Definitely. which is like a fun take to do sure well i think we're i think we're here at the end yeah i mean do you like it anymore be honest I mean, no I, no no <laughs> do you like it less i don't think i like it less i like it just as le- as little as i did before we started this <laughs> i mean I didn't like this game for 10 years, and I still don't like it now. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm glad I replayed it to the point I did. Uh, there, w- I had some fun. Oh, I had some fun? I had some fun. That's good. I had some fun in certain parts. That's good. I really think if you can look past all the tedium, and if you like the tedium like you seem to like, yeah. that's fine. I, I don't quite like you calling it tedium. Well, I, I call it fun. That's fair. One man's trash, another man's treasure, as they say. How dare you. But uh, the game itself is just not for me. I'll probably never, ever in my life replay Twilight Princess again. I can't ever see it. E- like Ever? If they, if they release like a 3D Zelda compilation, I guarantee I will skip over it. So if they gave you like Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword or something. Yeah. You would just skip Twilight Princess? Oh, 100%. Man, I'd, pl- I'd buy that again. I'd, that'd be my third time buying. I'll sit in the shrink wrap and you'll never play it. Because you want to play it on because the I like, original Wii. I like the Wii. Like a weirdo. I don't know. I still like... <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. It's 2020. I still boot up my Wii sometimes. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? No, yeah, Wii's great. Wii's a great little console. It is a great little console. Well, Michael, do you want to tell people where you are at online? Sure. Uh, you can find me at uh, Mike P. Tucker on Twitter. 
Uh, Ready to blow up. I hope so. I don't tweet a lot, but maybe if more people are following me on Twitter, I'll be more inclined to tweet things. There you go. Uh, This has been really fun. I'm excited for our next episode. Do we want to reveal that now? Is that going to be a surprise? Mm, Maybe we'll leave it a surprise. We'll leave it as a surprise. It's going to be be a Michael favorable game that I don't think I'm going to like very much. No, but maybe you will love it. And maybe, because don't get me wrong, everybody, this show could be the next time. It could be a game that I like and Haley thinks is going to hate, but you might love it. I might love it. I don't think I will. No, that's super fair. But it's a game, I'll just say it's a game I've always wanted to play because it's very highly revered. Sure. And I feel like I'm a bit of an imposter that I haven't played it. So uh, obviously, shout outs to, uh, to Game Query for Absolute we're under outs. their umbrella. Uh, you can find us also beyond the Game Query Discord. Yes. And we might be probing people for more questions on there. And, of course, on Twitter again as well. You can also follow the show on Twitter by the time this goes live, yes. I believe. What's the at for the show? The at is Game and Makeup. Game all, and Makeup. All spelled out. We got it. We got the we got, at. We got the at. That's awesome. I'm not going to lie a little bit. The show's named because I could get that. <laughs> hey, that's fine. I went through a few names, and that's the one I could get. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you for hosting. Did I host? A little I bit. so. Yeah, I think so. Well, you'll host next time. Absolutely. When we play your stupid game. That's going to be great. I'm Haley Fax on Twitter. I'm at Mike, Mike, at Mike P. Tucker on Twitter. <laughs> Don't talk over me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Haley Fax on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I also am on Game Query. I uh, podcast with my good friends Blake and AJ, who the all these episodes, as, as Michael said, um, at least for right now, are going to be going up on the Game Query channel. So the Game Query YouTube, Game Query Spotify, and Game Query Apple Podcasts. True. That's where you can listen to those, and you can follow us at, at Game and Makeup. Awesome. Blake, put me on Game Query. I want to be on Game Query. You're, you're always invited to Game Query. Well, now I have a reason to be on Game Query. You proved yourself? I got a query right now. What is it? Why is this game so fucking <laughs> I, bad? And we're out. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>